saying that he was uh, having a little bit of a headache yesterday morning and then um, he said by the end of the night maybe had a couple degree to temperature a little bit higher so let's pray for our pastor today and ask if we take care of service and uh, of course it was right before the football game and then I was just like man you know we was getting ready to watch it I was all excited and then our feelings went down a little bit but but we're excited to be here and uh, you know it looks like our crowd might be down a little bit but you know what if uh, if we can have a service that God allow us to have you know that's all that matters and uh, you know we think a lot about <clears throat> in the world a lot of things going on it kind of catches our attention you know and there's a lot of things going on that we really need to pray about but you know uh, while we're here, let's worry about the service we're going to have today. And if God moves, if we can see somebody get saved, we can see somebody move up, that's all that would matter, you know. And everything out there is a lot more foolish. But in here, you know, what God's done for us, uh, he made it perfect for us. And um, we're just going to read a scripture in Matthew. It says, uh, it's eleven twenty-eight. he said, Come unto me, and this is Jesus speaking, Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and ye shall find rest unto your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. So he's, he's telling us right there, you know, when you feel down, when you feel out, he's telling you, come unto me. You know, he said, you know, like he sat there and said, my yoke is easy, my burden's light. He ain't going to put nothing on us that we can't handle, just like this morning. He ain't going to put this on us if we can't handle it. We can handle our pastor being gone. We can pray for him. We can handle other people being gone. But let's have the service God wants us to have. And, you know, if, 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 you know, if, we just, if this was all that happened, I'd be, I'm glad today that I got up. I was able to come to church. We're able to come here. You know, there was a time back when we weren't, wasn't able to come to church. But I'm thankful that we're able to. So if everyone is staying... Carter, you want to pray for service?
40. Page 40. Um, but we're thankful to be here. 
Um, anybody have a song or testimony or anything on their heart? I guess I go do prayer requests. Anybody have an unspoken prayer request? Anybody have any spoken? Remember Lee, he stands the breaches and it's a member it's a member of the whole nation and everybody, so no it's that other thing we'll ask Billy Ray Lee some prayer. say it's good to be in the house of the Lord today. Um, I'm really thankful this morning to be saved. Um, I'm thankful that, you know, I don't deserve it, but God reached down and touched me. And uh, just amazing to me that, you know, anybody could have it, and why would you turn them away? Um, you know, day to day you go home about life, and everything throws you at you, you know, sickness and everything else, and 
they have nobody to turn to to pray to, you know, at you know, midnight, one o'clock in the morning, you wake up and you can call on him and he's there. And I'm just thankful to be here. They may have a song or testimony or anything on their heart. Pray for Dale. Pray for us. Um, me and Penny haven't sung this together, um, but everything Gary said was exactly uh, what was on my mind this morning. I sat down at the piano and started playing some songs and and uh, turned back to an old song that uh, my family sang a long time ago. And uh, there's a lot of people. Well, a lot of us are going through a lot of. Uh, things in life right now that you know you just kind of wonder why and you wonder what's what's happening and and uh but i'm thankful that uh i have one that i can turn to and one that knows me and uh and and i know that he'll bring us through it so uh just pray for us Counts the stars one and all. He knows how much sand is on the shore. He sees every sparrow that falls. He made the mountains and the seas. He's in control of everything, of all creatures great and small. And he knows my name. Every step that I take, every move that I make, every tear that I cry, He knows my name. When I'm overwhelmed by the pain, I can't see the light of day, but I know I'll be just fine, cause He knows my name. tomorrow will bring 
I can't tell you what's in store I don't know a lot of things I don't have all the answers to the questions of life But I know in whom I do believe And He knows my name Every step that I take Every move that I make, every tear that I cry, He knows my name. When I'm overwhelmed by the pain, I can't see the light of day, but I know I'll be just fine. Cause He knows my name, every step that I take, every move that can't see the light of day, but I know I'll be just fine, cause He knows my I'm glad to be here this morning, and uh, you know we were at a funeral this week, and it um, it really. I told Carolyn yesterday in texting. I said God is so amazing, and He amazes me every day. And uh, you know we we were far away from home. I have two granddaughters that don't come to this church, and uh, and I. I I worry about that, but, you know, I know that God has it under control. But while we were down there, I felt like that Denny preached and, and, and the gospel was preached to them. And, and I was like, God, thank you for answering my prayers. And the song, God knows what we need and he's there for us. The second verse I keep thinking of, did he deliver Moses? Look what he's done for all of us, you know. Just pray for us.
You prayed for us. Uh, I really hated to, or just hard to sing this song, but um, I'm thankful that God's always there for us. And uh, I don't know if we'll be able to sing it, but you just pray for us. And uh, I sent these words to Carolyn this week, Carolyn Jordan, and. Uh, you know, she started crying, and I sung part of it to her, but I'm thankful that God's always there. So you pray for us.
the challenge to me. And I know I'm safe from harm when I'm touching Jesus. Oh yes, the battle is his, the victory is mine, and victory is sweet. Appreciate those songs. I think it'd be a good time to turn over. We. Like we say, we appreciate being here and thankful for that song and I'm, I'm thankful for what he done for me when I was a younger boy you know he saved me he gave me a better place to go and you know uh, like we said I feel like we might be struggling a little bit this morning but you pray for us and uh, you know the Lord knows all about it and uh, but I'm thankful for that song that they sung and um, and the one Dale sung, I'm, I'm glad he knows my name. I, I, when you look out and you see everybody out there, he still sees me. And I'm thankful that he gave his son for me. And I know he gave him for everybody else, but he did it for me. And, and you can also put your name right there in that spot that God gave his son for you. And, and so that we can have eternal life. And it says in John 3.16, you know, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Now, whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. And then what's he say after that? He said he didn't do it to condemn the world, but that the world through him would be saved. He didn't, he didn't do it to condemn us. He didn't send his son to condemn us, but he knew what we needed. He knew that we needed a savior, and I'm thankful for that. And if you're here today and you need a savior, you know, he's right there waiting on you. And, and it's, it's your choice. And you know, about every time I ever preach, that's what I preach on. It's your choice because why? He gave you that option. He, he can force you to do it if he wanted to, but he's not. That's how good he is. He's given you an option. So you pray for us, and we try to read over in Luke and uh, Luke 14. Like I said, pray for us. I know our nerves seem a little wild and really didn't know right where to go but you pray and if the Lord will move if not I'm satisfied to go home but I appreciate being here and in Luke 14 and 16 it says then said he unto him a certain man made a great supper and bade many and sent his servant at supper time to say to them that were bidden come for all things are now ready and they all, with one consent, begin to make excuse. And that's what life is right there. We all seem to do that. I know I do it a lot. You know, I start to make an excuse whenever the Lord wants me to do something. But it said, says, um, and he sent his servant at supper time to say unto them that were bidden, come, for all things are now ready. 
And they all with one consent began to make excuse. The first said unto him, I have bought a piece of ground, and I must needs go and see it. I pray thee, have me excused. And that seems a little crazy right there. You prayed to have you excused, but it said, And another said, I have bought five yoke of oxen, and I go to prove them. I pray thee, have me excused. And another said, I have married a wife, and therefore I cannot come. So that servant came and showed his Lord these things. Then the master of the house, being angry, said to his servant, Go out quickly into the streets and the lanes of the city, and bring in the hither, the poor, and the maimed, and the halt, and the blind. And the servant said, Lord, it is done as thou hast commanded, and yet there is room. And the Lord said unto the servant, Go out into the highways and the hedges, and compel them to come in, that my house may be filled. For I say unto you, that none of those men which were bidden shall taste of my supper. And like I said, you pray, and um, you know, he's sitting here, and it's, it's telling you, the Lord has a dinner ready. And he's given, he's given an offer to everyone. And like I said, you just pray. If we can preach a little bit, we will. If not, we'll take our seat. But uh, he said he made this big old supper, and he sat there. He gave an offer to a few people at first, and it said, you know, the first ones came, and he said that I can't because I, have, I just bought some oxen I need to go do. And the next person came with an excuse that they just got married, and they need to go have her approved. And... You know, it sit there and it says, and I can put myself in that position. I can say, uh, oh man, people starting to get sick. So, you know, as I want to come to church, I'm not going to go to church today because, you know, because of the coronavirus or whatever might, might be. And, you know, the thing is, is if I didn't show up today, more than likely it's going to be overlooked because of everything that's going on in the world today. And, you know, and then next thing you know, I don't want to show up to the next service and, Next thing I know, I'm, I'm all the way back in the background, not worried about it. But, you know, he sat here and said, you know, that this man made a great supper. And he said he bade every one of them and that nobody was showing up. And he said, you know, I want you to go out further and compel more. You know what? You know, as I sit there and think about what God could have done when he gave his son, uh, he could have just gave his son for a few select people, you know, but he didn't. He said, you know, he said that I gave it to whosoever will come. And, you know, I sit there and I think a lot about, I go back and I think about uh, where David was talking and he was talking about Jonathan after Jonathan died. And he said, uh, you know, he's sitting there talking and he said, I wonder if there's any people left of, of Jonathan's house. And somebody, one of the servants, I think his name Zimba or something like that, Zika might have been. And he said, uh, there is one left, you know, and he said, uh, well, who is that? And he said, his name's Mephibosheth. And he's down there in Lodabar. And he said, uh, well, go fetch him for me, you know, go fetch him because I want to bid him to come to my house for this supper that I'm going to make. And, and he set some of his servants down there. And like I said, you just pray. I like the Lord to get to where he could use us today. And, you know, he went down there and they fetched Mephibosheth and they said that he was lame on his feet. So when Mephibosheth came and, you know, he had to be willing to come, didn't he? Because why? It said he was lame on his feet. So I don't think he was able to just run down there. He had to make a little bit of priorities for himself to get ready. I don't know back then if they had wheelchairs or if he had to be carried or whatever it was. Because if he's lame on his feet, he had to do a little work to get there, you know. And, you know, like today, and I appreciate everyone that's here today because why you had to do a little bit of work to get here you know you should be proud of yourself for that but you know if you're here and you're lost you can be a little more proud after you would leave here if you would come to Jesus today and you know sit there and said is 
you know, as he came down there, he said that he fell on his face before David. And David said, you know, I'm not after you. I'm not, I'm here to help you out. You know, he said, I want to show you mercy because I loved your son and or I loved your dad. And he said that uh, as he sat there and going, you know, Mephibosheth, he sat there and he said, I want you to be at my table for the rest of your life. And, you know, and I think about what God's done for me uh, after he saved me. He's allowing me at his table for the rest of my life. I can eat from his table. And you know what? If you're lost, if you come unto God, you can feast from his table and it's always going to be there. And, you know, it sat there and said, you know, I can make an excuse in the day's time, you know, and I can make an excuse and I can get by with it. But God's looking at me, you know, and I'm the one that looks foolish making them excuses. And I sit there and I think, as we talked about, you know, it said for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, you know, that he did it for everyone. Then you go back at the end of Revelations and it said it talks about the spirit say come and the bride say come. It says come and get it freely. I want you to know today that it's free what God has done for you. But once again, it is your choice. It's your choice to be able to come unto the Lord, you know. And I sit there and as I think about uh, what if it was only, you know, back then, what if it was just the deacon's kids or what if it was just the preacher's kids and that this stuff was offered to? But, but it's not. God is a, a forgiving God and he's willing to offer it to everyone, you know. And I think about, you know, even as I live my life, and like I said, how easy it is to get away from God. It is so easy to get away from him. But you know what? With every time that I seem to get away, I notice things that happen in my life that seem to go wrong. And if I was to outweigh, I take, if I was to outweigh the times that I live for God and the times that I'm not living for God, this side is always better because why? Because I'm living for God. And I think about, you know, I work with a lot of people and people say, you know, there's a lot of times people talk about, well, what if this isn't real? I already know it's real. And I know it's real because what he's done on the inside. He took somebody that was a poor lost sinner and he saved me. You know, I'm not always perfect, but God is. He changed me on the inside. I don't always live like it, even though I should. I get in trouble when I don't. I don't live like it all the time, but he changed me. He changed me on the inside. There's something different about me. You know, back, back in the day when I used to cause trouble and, you know, there was a time I was in the drugs. There was times I was in the things. God changed me. He made me a better person. And you talk about the people that say, what if this isn't real? Well, what if it isn't? You know, what if I was to die and that was the end? It was the grave. And like I said, I know I'm going to a better place. But what if you think that it, what if it isn't? What if you die and you go to hell? You know, there's only two options the way I see it. You're going to die and go to heaven. You're going to die and go to hell. You might see it as going there, but what if your way's wrong? You know, what if your way's wrong? Then, you're, then you know, I already know, even if, even if my way was wrong, now that, you know, I die and go to the grave, I live better now than if I was if I was living as a sinner. You know, the Lord changed me. He made me a better person. And for me, I should be that light. I should be that light to shine a little bit for the ones who are saying, what if it's not real? Well, what if it's not? You know, but what if it is? That's the big thing. What if it is real? What if you made an excuse all your life, every time that the Lord bid, bid you to come, to come to his dinner table, what if every time you said, oh, I got something going on today? 
I don't want to go. You know, I got these oxen I need to go check after. I need to go look after this. I bought this house. I need to do this. I need to get these priorities straight. God don't say, go get everything prepared and ready and then come back. He says, come just as you are. He says, just as you are, I want you to come. He don't want you to go get your best dress clothes on, go get a shower, get all cleaned up. But he says, come as you are. You know, and that's how, that's how good our God is to us. You know, he, could, he couldn't make you go do all them things, but he don't. Because, you know, if he ever told me to do that, I'd probably left and never came back. But he said, Lee, just come as you are. You know, I read it earlier where it talked about, you know, his yoke is easy. You know, when I had a burden and I came unto him, that's where my rest was. My rest was in Jesus. You know, that was the only thing that can help me with the situation that I was in. When I was lost, there's only one thing that can help, and that was getting saved by him. That was coming unto him and saying, Lord, here I am. You know, it's just, this is all I have to offer. You know, you are all you have to offer to God. Taylor, get us a song if you would. Stand if you would, church. You know, like I said, we might not be high up on the mountain, but you know what? If you're hearing your loss, you know, if you think you need a change in your life, more than likely you do. If you think God's talking to you, more than likely he is. Don't overlook what he's doing for you. He's given you an option. He's given you a choice. But you can walk away at any time. You can walk away. You can say, I don't want none of that. I don't want nothing to do with it. Or you can come and see for yourself. You know, the lady at the well, she said, come and see what he done for me. I can't always tell you all about it, but you can come and see for yourself what the Lord can do for you. I love what he's done for me. He's changed my whole life. He's been so good to me. Sing whenever you're ready. He's been so good to me. I feel like he brought me from down here and I'm way up on the mountain. I don't always live like I'm way up on that mountain, but I'm still sitting there. I'm still sitting there, Roy, for what he's done for me. I'm proud for what the Lord's done for me. And the thing is, he can do that for you. But you have to come and see yourself. When he invites you to his dinner table, you have to come get your plate. It's your choice. What if Mephibosheth would have just went away and never went after it? Think of all that he'd have missed out on. You know, he said, you can eat from my table at every meal. He would have missed out on all that. And not only did he do that, he also took care of Mephibosheth's family. He said, I'm going to take care, I'm going to restore everything that Saul had to you. He restored it to him, to the whole family. You know, when I'm living right, my family seems to be a lot better. Everything in our family seems to go right. You know, if I'm doing wrong, it's nice to have a good wife that's sitting here trying to boost me up. It's nice even sometimes to get called out by my kids. You know? They've called me out before too. I've had friends call me out. We should be letting our light shine. Like we said, it's your choice.
appreciate being here. And like I said, well, I know we might not be high up on the mountain, and you know, um, but the Lord's good to us, and and I'm thankful that He saved me. And that's the main thing in my life, you know, it's being saved. And uh, you might say, well, what is that? Our good Lord gave his son to die in your place. You know, you go all the way back to where man fell and it said that we were all doomed. You know, but he sent a savior to help us. You know, and if you ever, um, you know, you could talk to the Lord and he answered questions for you. You know, and I've tried to pray before and seems like I didn't never get nothing out of it. And then it might be a couple days later, he shows me what's what. You know, and it's, and, and to read this, you know, what if we was to come to church every time and somebody just got up here and read, you know, the whole chapter of Matthew, think of how boring that would be. You know, but you can read your Bible at home and that way you know what's going on. You know, you know how to use it, put it to, put it to use. You know, and I fall short reading my Bible too. I don't read it every day. You know, I'd love to. But everybody knows I, I'm not going to get up here and lie about it. That would be the worst thing I could do is get up here and say, oh, yeah, I read my Bible every hour daily. That would be a lie. You know, but I, I try to give what, I, what efforts I can. You know, and that's how we should all be. I appreciate being here. Anybody at all have anything on their heart? Let's pray for them. Um, really pray for me. I'm not... I know all the words. Uh, I really don't uh, want to stand up here, but God put it on my heart. And uh, when we knelt down to pray, I my prayer was that um, our youth yesterday that showed up for the um, event would really know how special they are. Um, and Lee said, if you showed up today, you should be really proud of yourself because it takes a lot to get here. Uh, when Sunday school's canceled, our routine is a little off, and Everything just seems like it piles up in your way. Um, but I am really proud of everybody that came here. And it takes a lot to get everybody ready if you have a big family or whatever it is. Um, but to serve the Lord is not always easy. And I'm so thankful for what God has done for me. Um, my heart is heavy this morning. Um, and I really appreciate what was preached. But I can't go home without singing what God put on my heart. If you know it, help me. Um, I'm sure somebody else sings it. But God gave it to me this morning. I heard a man say that he didn't think that prayer would do much good. And he didn't think that God would care enough to answer us. But I am sure that if he prayed to God about these things, my God would hear and answer prayer. His prayer changes things, don't you know that prayer? changes things it changes hearts it'll make them sing it made a lame man walk made a blind man see it'll give new life to you and me and you 
take your troubles to the Lord. I know he'll see you through. He'll lift you up from sinking sand. Sweet peace to you he'll bring. And you will find God answers prayer because prayer changes things. Don't you know that prayer, it changes things. It changes hearts. It made them sing. It made a lame man walk. It made a blind man see. that song you know I was thinking one of the I remember when Mark Hunter came for a revival and preached on the Phoebusheth once and um, what he said afterwards he said you know when a Phoebusheth came and he wheeled up to David's table you know if he was in a wheelchair or something lame on his feet you can imagine a wheelchair being pushed up to the table he looked normal when he was there you know when we when we all get around God's table, it's normal. You know, we all look, we're the same. You know, there's nothing different about me than that's different about you. My job might be a little bit different than what yours is, but you know what, when we're all together, it makes it nice. And, and what I really liked about the service today is when the Wilders was singing, you know, there's four of them singing that song, and each one of them kept knowing a piece. You know, that's how the church is. You know, we should all work together. You know, when things are seem going bad or whatever, we're there to help each other, lift each other up. You know, I, I don't know, that just that made my day, that song. I appreciated it. Appreciate you guys. Anybody else have anything on their heart? Blaine, you have any announcements? really appreciate Lee uh, preaching for us today, taking care of our service. Uh, it's such a blessing uh, to have somebody when our pastor isn't able to be here uh, to do that. So really appreciate him. I know it's a tough spot. Uh, I, pro I didn't realize he was watching the Buckeye game when he got the call. I probably enjoyed the game a lot more than he did, but uh, it's, a, it's a tough place. So uh, just think about that. If, if it was you getting that call, uh, you know, so if you get a chance, thank him today. I appreciate uh, Brent Hunter is scheduled to be here tonight. And you're, you're going to be at Lighthouse tonight, is that right? Yeah. So let's pray for Lee because he's scheduled tonight to preach over at Lighthouse Baptist Church uh, where Brother Chris Page is the pastor. So remember that service. Remember our service here tonight. <clears throat> I, could, I was in the back, and so I couldn't hear all of the prayer requests, but I just want to run through as best as I can remember 
some of the people that are sick. I, I did hear somebody mention uh, Bill and Bonnie Engel, and uh, they're sick, and so let's remember them. Uh, Jim and Lois Simpson uh, are sick, and so let's remember them. Uh, Lois Greninger, I, I don't think Don is sick, but let's remember both of them uh, because he's, he's taking care of them. Uh, and uh, as Lee mentioned, uh, my dad uh, had a, a slight fever, and uh, he called me last night and we talked, and he said, out of precaution, I, I don't really feel bad, but I'm not going to come tomorrow, and uh, I think I'm going to go get tested. Uh, and so he's, he's there doing that now. He, I, I thought he may text me, but he may not have any results yet. But he went to try to get a rapid test. Uh, but, and I think that's the appropriate thing that we should do. If we've got a fever or if we've got uh, symptoms, uh, you know, we should uh, consider that, uh, especially with a fever. You probably shouldn't come. Uh, go get tested. Go make sure you're all right. There are a lot of things out there, uh, the, all the normal things that we've been getting for years that you may get a fever or have a slight headache that may not be COVID. Uh, but uh, because of the uh, spreadability of this, uh, we should be considerate and, and uh, be careful to not spread it. Uh, so let's pray for, for dad. I want to, you know, I appreciate that song. I love that song that you sang about prayer changes things. Uh, and I was thinking about Dave Jordan as you were singing that. Uh, you know, Dave a week ago uh, was on the vent. Uh, it looked really bad for him. Uh, they had him sedated and in a coma. He was on the vent for, I guess, four days maybe. Uh, he came off of the vent this week. That's a miracle right there. I mean, the statistics will tell you if you've got COVID and you're on a vent, you're probably not coming off. Uh, but he came off uh, a day or two later. They moved him out of ICU, and uh, he's still sick. He's still in the hospital. Let's continue to pray for him. Uh, but you'll, uh, you can't tell me that prayer doesn't have an impact on things. It does. The effectual fervent prayers of the righteous availeth much. And if we will turn our heart to God and pray, he'll hear our prayer. Now, that doesn't mean that everything we want, he's always going to give us. But God will hear our prayers. Uh, and so let's continue to pray for all of the sick. We've got so many people that are sick. Let's be careful. As we get done here today, uh, we're going to have the deacons and the ushers dismissed from the back again. Uh, please exit on out of the church. If you want to visit, uh, that's great. I love our fellowship that we have. Let's try to do that out in the parking lot uh, and uh, so people don't have to you know, walk by you. Uh, just get on out of the building and uh, visit out there. Uh, we will have the offering plates in the back uh, again. And so if you want to put your, your tithe or offering in the plate, that'll be back there. We'll have church tonight at 6 o'clock. Um, and uh, whenever we get uh, some information on Dad, uh, he or somebody will put out a one call and kind of let you know his circumstances. I appreciate you praying for him. One last thing I wanted to say, they had a, a virtual uh, shower yesterday for Liz and, and my uh, uh, soon-to-be grandbaby, Hazel, and uh, that was such a blessing. That was so overwhelming to me, just getting to watch it. Uh, thank you for everybody that, that watched that and sent things and uh, and I know she was trying to thank everybody, but it just, it was really special to me. I called her last night and she said, I'm overwhelmed. Liz did. She said, I'm overwhelmed. She said, we got everything we need. We, we don't need, you know. And so that's such a neat feeling. But the love uh, that people show is, is uh, in a variety of ways. Uh, it's just so, so great.
So. Claude Jordan, uh, please pray for him. He went home from the hospital. Uh, he's on hospice. Uh, he has very advanced cancer, uh, so doesn't you know, his prognosis isn't real good. Uh, but let's really uh, remember Claude. Carolyn Thompson and her whole family. Uh, of course, Jim passed away. Uh, they had his funeral. And, uh, but let's remember them. Uh, I don't know how many people remembered, and it's probably been longer ago than, than I care to uh, think. But since we've been in this building, their family came once, and I believe it was our homecoming, and sang. And I was remembering that the other day. Uh, it was one of those times when the Spirit, when they sang, the Spirit just went so high, there were people shouting all over the house. And I, I don't guess I'll ever forget that. Uh, and what a wonderful time that was. Uh, and and I, when I heard that Jim had passed away, I, my mind went to a few services, but that was one of them. And uh, there were people standing up, praising the Lord, shouting all over the house. Uh, and that same God can provide comfort to that family. But uh, we need to really pray for them. So are there any other requests? Okay, those are great requests. Remember those. Did you have some announcements? Um, just that we're doing pray the halls out in the fellowship hall, and I was going to see if we could just go ahead and dismiss the youth out there. That way let's, let's dismiss the youth right now. They're going to pray the halls. They're going to be in the fellowship hall. Uh, and then give them just a minute to get out. And when they do... Uh, We'll have somebody pray, and then we'll let the, uh, the deacons and ushers dismiss from the back. Thank you, everybody, for being here. I appreciate the service. Good to feel God's, God's spirit. Okay, I think they're dismissed. Um, I ask everybody to stand, if you would. And I'm going to ask Brother Roy Lau if he would uh, dismiss us in prayer. <laughs>